Cantering is great if you can get there. And there's a very big if in the whole getting into the canter for so many riders. It's a kind of touch and go. It's a 50-50. You might or you might not. Well, today I want to talk about how you can begin to create a more responsive transition into the canter every single time you ask. Okay, let's dive in. Hey there, and welcome to the Daily Strides podcast. My name is Lorna Leeson. I'm an equestrian trainer and coach, and I'm delighted to have you here today so as I can help you to get a little further in your riding journey, especially if you're doing it alone without a trainer or a coach in person. Okay, the canter. We all love it, hey? Isn't it just the greatest feeling in the world? However, for many riders, getting into the canter is the big challenge. They feel like it just what what maybe starts out as being a nice balanced rhythmic sort of a well put together a well thought out trot okay turns into this it feels like you're just racing towards something and you have to reach this like point in the momentum where the horse will eventually just fall into the canter and of course that leads to you getting into the canter feeling first of all very flustered very unbalanced and also very much on the forehand okay so the canter is not going to be in any shape or form the sort of canter you'd actually be looking for when you get there and this means that you end up spending like the first maybe 5 10 15 strides trying to just tidy things up in the canter but there's a different way what if you could prepare the trot in such a way and prepare your cues so your aids okay and prepare your horse in such a way that when you ask and you get intentional and you say okay we're getting ready and now we're going to canter your horse will literally just step into the canter and you both get there feeling kind of together there's this harmony with it but not only that it feels smooth and it's in flow and it is very very much a if you want intentional kind of a setting it's what you want the canter to be so how do we start this well first and foremost you need to get really clear on your cues I see so many riders when they're asking for the canter they try and use their body weight and in particular their upper body weight to kind of fling the horse into the canter but you have to really really kind of be honest with yourself if you're trying to throw the horse into canter by you throwing your body around you're not asking you're you're kind of forcing you're pushing you're shoving the horse into the canter now our job is to ask and then to allow the horse to respond. And that brings me to the second point. If you are not creating this responsiveness within the relationship, and this is with everything, this is from groundwork, if you incorporate lunging into your riding, which I'm hoping you do, and then actually the riding itself, okay? If you're not really and truly getting clear on the responsiveness and understanding that responsiveness is one of those really foundational keys that has to be in place, it's not going to work for you. 
And it starts with you. And this can be a really, really tough pill for many riders to swallow. They want to say it's the horse, but at the end of the day, it actually is the rider. It is what you are allowing to happen and therefore what you are training your horse's response or the expectation to be, okay? So it all comes down to you. So where I would start with this would be to first and foremost, have a look at all of the external factors that might be going into the situation, okay? So if we think about responsiveness, is your horse actually getting enough food, enough energy, is he on the correct food, all that fun stuff? And then having a look at like tack, and you know the, the physical abilities of your horse all that fun stuff as well and um, it's really really important to make sure that everything is right it's setting you up correctly like if your horse just doesn't have enough energy for the job that could be an issue so it's just important to check all those boxes okay so I know it seems like really basic but I see so many riders they forget to do this and they hammer on with the train and they're like my horse just won't canter and meanwhile, it's very simple, maybe tweak to do with feeding or that or routine, okay, or tack that could make all the difference. So once you've got that all checked off, you need to then start to get really clear on your aids to actually go into the canter. And understanding that it's just not one kind of simple thing. I often hear people, how do you get to canter? Outside leg back. <laughs> as though it's like your outside leg is like a magic wand that you're waving you just kind of wave it back there and in the whole abracadabra of the outside leg moving back voila your horse canters okay not so much there's a lot else that goes into it and remember what goes into it is very often the preparation of it so if we're thinking preparation we are thinking that you are really and truly setting things up you're setting you and your horse up for this success and how you're going to set the 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 thing okay the canter up is that you're going to balance it as much as possible. And in order for you and your horse to be balanced, that has to first come from you. So this would be using your half hold, using combination of your aids to really make sure that the trot is of good enough quality, first of all. So you've got all the forwardness, all the energy that's needed. There's that word again. But you have everything in there, okay? That the trot is ready and able. And then you need to prepare your horse. You need to kind of, it's like you give him a tap on the shoulder and you say, hey, come back here to me now. Concentrate here. I'm going to say something really important. I need you to listen. So are you listening? Okay. And of course, you're using your half hold to do this. And then you need to ask a clear question, which is, I'm going to ask you to canter now. Are you ready? Let's canter. Okay. <laughs> Instead of hey, we're trotting along here and I'm going to throw my body forward. I'm going to wave the magic wand that is my outside leg and you must just understand what to do and we'll get into the canter, okay? And then be really disappointed with the results. Okay, so you are going to look after all of this. Now, I'm going to bring this back to responsiveness again. All the preparation in the world will not help or will not be effective if you and your horse are not responding to each other okay that i'm um, responding being that you are very intentional about asking a question and then expecting a certain response and when that does not happen you are very quick 
to step in and to correct okay now sometimes you can correct and the horse just keeps doing the same thing well then that's a training issue your horse actually does not understand what it is you're asking and you need to figure that out and you need to work it out and you need to actually overcome that training issue with your horse but for the most part and I'm going to assume here that you and your horse are, are understanding each other and it is all going to plan okay you want to then make sure that when your horse responds, you are in the right place to allow that response to happen. And again, if you are throwing your body weight forward, if you're if, you, if you're trying to run into the canter yourself, you're like, I'll get there first, I'll beat you to it, okay? And you're throwing your shoulders forward and you're like, come on, buddy, keep, keep up with me here, okay? You, you're not allowing him. Remember, the canter is this upward transition he kind of strikes it off at the back end he kind of steps in under himself with the outside back leg and then the, the the energy has this upward trajectory into the canter okay and and you see that through the shoulders the shoulders kind of reach out looking for the stride into the canter and it's lovely and if you're not kind of in the place to allow your seat to go with the horse but the key word there was seat not your whole upper body, okay? We don't want your chest down on the horse's withers or down on the horse's neck, okay? You're not like kind of hunkering down there. That's not what we want. We need to be able to kind of guide this upward trajectory, okay? We're, we're creating the channel through our body to let it happen. And then from there, we're in the exact right place to ride that first stride and also then to reset. So you probably know the canter is a three-time beat. One, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three. But there's this kind of rolly piece. There's like this kind of, if you want this silent little hidden piece that's really important between the three and the one okay and it's like the reset everything rolls back if you're not in the place for that to happen well you're gonna block the next stride so if you're lying forward if you're leaning on your horse's neck you've lost your balance the two of you had to hit this like breakneck momentum point in the trot journey to get to the canter you're not going to be well placed there. And yes, as I said before, your horse might get you into canter. The two of you might be in the canter. You're like, yes, I'm cantering. But it's of very, very little quality. And it takes so long then to just reconnect, re-engage and re-get that canter kind of working for you. So it is so important to be there. So let's just overlook all of this again. What we need to do to make sure that we are kind of getting these good quality transitions into the canter each time is first of all make sure that our horse has the energy requirements okay so we're looking at food we're looking at fitness we're looking at tack that there's nothing blocking that there's nothing causing any sort of resistance okay sometimes you'll see a saddle that maybe is a little bit too tight around the shoulder area or you'll see maybe I don't know, some other piece of equipment that's just not working the way you want it to work. It's working against what you want. And bear in mind that your equipment from a year ago or two years ago or six months ago, three months ago in your riding journey may not be the right equipment for now, okay? It's always something that we need to assess. Like so many horses inherit bridles and inherit saddles. And 
they just get stuck with them forevermore, like for the end of time, that's theirs now. And it's not the right thing, so keep that in mind. But then from there, you're looking at responsiveness. You're understanding that responsiveness is your responsibility and it's you that has to really and truly make sure that you're showing up, you know what you want, you know how to ask, and you also understand that sometimes your horses may not understand what you're asking, so you're going back to the training and you're saying, okay, what does he know? What does he believe this means when I do this? And then from there, you're using your half odd to get your horse's attention. And then you're asking, you're putting yourself in the right place. So when your horse responds, he's able to carry you into the canter. And voila, the canter becomes something that is good and nice and easy to get into. Okay, we don't have to trot like the clappers to get into it, okay? So hopefully this was helpful for you. If you would like more information on the canter, I'm going to suggest you go over to stridesforsuccess.com forward slash canter and uh, there's something there for you. Okay, I'm going to leave it at that. Have a super day. Keep well. I'll chat to you soon. Be good. Bye.